Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swing. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, Bill, everybody. Today is the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, Candlemas. Uh, Today, Father's going to reflect on the Gospel from St. Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your young people, I'm sorry, and glory for your people, Israel. Father. Okay, so folks, today we celebrate the Feast of Purification. Um, so it's been called the purification of Our Lady, the presentation of Our Lord, and all the and also the candle mass. This morning, I blessed candles, and everyone kind of entered into the church with candles. And uh, I'll go a little bit into that. And uh, the, the first thing is that you know the Mosaic Law, you know in the Old Testament, it prescribed that uh, that when you had a newborn, firstborn male, that uh, that you had to offer up this male to the Lord. You had to as a sort of but also there was a purification of the mother. And uh, and I think we see first in this particular gospel the obedience of Mary because neither she nor Jesus need purification. Mary was immaculate conceived and Jesus Christ is God. And uh, But, uh, you know, uh, St. Bernard says, don't you think Our Lady could have complained and says, what do I need to have purification? Why should the authorities block my entrance in the temple when my womb has been turn into the temple of the Holy Spirit. Why can't I go to the temple when I have brought to life the Lord of the temple? There's been nothing impure, nothing illicit, nothing to purify in this conception and his birth. The child is the source of all purity, has come to purify us from her sins. What then is to purify me when he has made me the most pure in the immaculate birth? No, she didn't do that. She didn't complain. She just went. Never did. Never did. Yeah. Um, You know, and so she chose, Mary chose to act like any other Jewish woman at her time. She wanted to be an example of obedience and humility, you know? So sometimes like, you know, we're asked to do stuff, uh, you know, that we're like, well, I don't need to do that. Um, you know, and, well, maybe it's an opportunity to grow in obedience and humility like Mary and Joseph. We also see like the, the we also see the, the poverty of them. They offered two turtle doves. And uh, when you're poor, I mean, you, you were, um, you had to give a sacrifice and since you couldn't, afford you know a big animal or a lamb or maybe even a, a bull they, they would allow you to get a turtle dove and kind of interesting that the holy family just i mean they lived comfortably probably but very simple and uh, i think there's there's something we said about us as we kind of look at our houses and say are we living simply you know are we complicated you know, are we kind of jam with stuff and overpacked with materialism um and then um but we also see you know it's, it's also called the candle mass and why do we bless candles? Well, Pope Benedict explains this, and he he says, 
in a, in a, um, um, in a daily meditation book he wrote, he says in Rome, there was a candlelit procession, um, done by the Christians at the time, way back in antiquity that supplanted a rowdy, dissolute carnival, the so-called Amberbale, which had survived from paganism right into the Christian times. And the pagan procession had magical features. And, uh, so the Christian procession was supposed to affect the purification of the city and the repelling of evil powers. So it was almost like fighting it back against demonic powers. Like they would take their holy candles and walk right through this pagan ritual. You know, it's it's almost like, you know, going past like a, I don't know, a, 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 what do they call those things? A tarot card reader shop and just circle and praying the rosary kind of deal. Um, thus, the element of encounter, again, was evident in this procession. The pagans' world cry for purification, liberation, deliverance from dark powers meets the light to enlighten the Gentiles, right? And, uh, you know, what does the light uh, represent? Jesus and his power over darkness and evil and sin, right? Uh, a sign that will be contradicted. So, and that's why it's good to have blessed candles in your house to make sure that anything that's not of God, you know, doesn't dwell there. And, um, but a great day, you know, a, a feast day where we see Mary's obedience, obedience and humility, Joseph's, you know, you know, doing the right thing, and Jesus being offered in the temple, but also Jesus, the light of the Gentiles, you know, this is, uh, that there's no darkness that Jesus can't overcome with his power. All right, God bless you. Happy Feast Day.